Made on Zencaster. Could have had a V8. Could have had a V8. Yeah. <laughs> All I heard was your mic hit something, and but I didn't. Your screen froze. <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy. And I'm Jimmy. We are the Folk and Skull of Podcasting. And we want to welcome you to the no scullery that is the Zio to Hero Podcast. Where creators and fans come together to share their love of their fandoms. Welcome to this episode of Zio to Hero. I don't want to speak too very loud because we have a conspiracy. And we don't want any listening devices to hear us. I am what? joined once again by the bearded beauty, Jim, the only man that still hasn't figured out what Victoria's Secrets is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alrighty then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Jim, as a lot of our listeners don't know that we dropped a YouTube video kind of explaining as like unproven facts of why we think that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers through Turbo take place in a American military base stationed in Japan right outside Tokyo. If you haven't seen it yet, stop this. Go watch it. It'll be linked in the description below. Go watch it. Yes. It's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun putting it together and I cried a little bit at the very end. You know, it's it's watch it. <laughs> And can you believe he made me read the entire thing? And me no reads. Mm-hmm. I read everything. It was ridiculous. He was so mad. So I was big mad. I even did the whole thing. I was like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For people who can't see, which is probably everyone, he just got all puffy faced and tried to like choke himself out. Like uh-huh. he like hold his breath. He's like, I'm not gonna do it. Then he realized he was fat. And he almost died. It was great. Almost died. <laughs> almost died. Almost died. <laughs> so so uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of the making of and how we got to uh, the video, basically. So yes. we're going to give you like a background and how <laughs> we made a conspiracy theory. <laughs> that uh-huh. somebody thinks that the, t- uh, the tabletop RPG completely disproves somehow. <laughs> Yes, I'm still trying to figure out that. Like, how does a TTRPG disprove our... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that dude is like, it, it, the, the tabletop RPG complete disproves your theory. Yes. Yeah, stay there while I roll my D20. <laughs> I got five D20s to roll here. I got to do maximum damage. <laughs> I'm gonna, use right. fi- uh, I'm gonna use fireball. We got twenty three D force. Hey Jim, can you move out of your mom's basement, please? Her mom doesn't have a basement. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I don't know where she lives. Oh my god, no basement so, there at all. So basically, this like kind of proves that you know there's a little bit of evil in Zordon. Well, not a little bit evil. More like a little bit of a... We didn't get the full story at all. And we're basing this off the show. 
not not the comics or not, the Super Sentai or not Super Sentai, not the movies because but, the movies is a whole different universe in itself as well. A lot of so people is, do link their theories to some of the Super Sentai footage that we have used, and that's kind of what brought upon this theory that when we yeah. were rewatching a series, we we're like, hey, wait a minute. There's a you lot know, of Japanese looking people here. <laughs> there's a lot of Japanese lettering on these streets, you know. Like, hold up, hold up. So and we kind of we kind of like dove into it a little bit, and then we started finding uh, some correlating uh, like Japanese uh, traditions that you kind of can see in Turbo, or at least the first yeah. half of Turbo. Yeah, like uh, well, like the first couple episodes of Turbo, and like Turbo really pulls it together. Like the rest of the series is like. Eh, maybe but turbo really nails it home yes because well you can even say you can go back and like talk about season one and two where they had motorcycles and stuff oh like, yeah that was kind of fun yeah yeah but like they they even back then they had uh you know they had the uh the japanese riding on the streets and stuff because you know they're seizing a lot of sentai footage mm-hmm. and i i like the fact that we used almost no sentai footage in the entire video altogether i don't know we, we used one bit of Sentai footage, and that was TJ being the batter in the Red Ranger uniform. That was it, yeah. That was still really funny, because I got you, I got you going, so what, and zoomed on his face when he said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. So, I guess, like, in the very beginning, you kind of see it. So, like, of course, you know, Bulk and Skull, uh, you do see them uh, wearing white gloves with their uniforms. Which, which in the Japanese, you know, in the Japanese tradition, uh, yeah. the the cops actually wear white gloves as well. And it started literally started with uh, one Japanese officer who was trying to mimic the Beatles or something like that, and he put on white gloves, and it took off like wildfire. Like it didn't happen until like nineteen seventy something like that. The second it happened, oh man, everyone did it. Like, I was reading a bunch of articles about why they do it and stuff. And, well, now it's more of, like, a sign of respect and stuff for the, the people they're arresting and stuff, something like that. But uh, originally, yeah, it was one officer during a Beatles uh, a Beatles uh, tour of Japan put on white gloves. And there you go. <laughs> well, how about that? The Beatles yeah. have influenced Power Rangers. Exactly. That's not canon. Is it canon? It's going to be canon. We're just going to say it's canon. We're going to say it's canon because apparently we can, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, they actually demonstrate some nightstick fighting. Which, which I completely forgot about. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> I totally watched. So I watched this episode and stuff. And uh, I was watching this episode, episode one of Turbo. And like they do this nightstick fighting. And it's adorable. I love it. And then you can even go back. If you really, really want to get into it, you can even go back. Uh, to Zio back when they were detectives with uh with Officer Stone. At that point, he was Detective Stone, right? He, uh, they were detectives in Zio. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sure and enough. You can, you can even call that back to uh, uh, ex officers end up being detectives. Like uh, it, it's a, it's a it's not normal, but it's a very uh, trait kind of thing. Not trait. It's a a trope. It's a very tropey kind of thing that officers become. Especially in Japan, the ex-officers become private eyes or detectives. Voila, there you go. That's another one you could go with. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Ben from Baker Rangers. And if you like Zio to Hero and movies, then come check out 
Baker Rangers Movie Talk. This is a place where we talk about movies, movies we love, and even some obscure movies that we may have not heard about. Check us out on Baker Rangers on YouTube and wherever you find your podcast. So in this episode, in this, uh, in the episode where TJ's playing baseball, it kind of like relates to the tradition in Japan. Not only Japan, but like that whole Asia region is actually really popular with baseball, and it's really huge over there. Yeah. Okay, and so uh, we watch up with TJ, and like I even want to say TJ, like how TJ Cassie and uh, TJ Cassie and Car- uh, Carlos not arrived, but TJ Cassie arrived by a bus. You have a Japanese kind of thing to do, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay. I wish really wish it would ride by train, but you know, here Got trains it. aren't really big over here, so that really would have worked. But uh, they arrived on bus, which yeah, it's kind of reasonable. Moving to a new town, uh, you know, they they they're leaving. You know, what was it, Stone Creek, and moving to or Silver Creek or something like that. Moving to Angel Grove, Stone Creek, and, yeah, Stone Creek, and moving to Angel Grove, and then uh, yeah, TJ gets into baseball, and that's not really like. It's not really unfathomable that he would do that, and like there's a bunch of people who play baseball and they play soccer, and soccer's a big thing outside of America. Like it's a huge yeah. thing. The the rest so, of the world loves soccer, and everyone else likes soccer, but us. And I don't understand why we don't like soccer. I mean, the United States does, but it's not top priority. Like our males NFL. Olympic team is terrible. Well, Olymp- not Olympic, at the, one the point World it Cup was good. team. No, the only team that's good is the women's team, and they are consistently amazing. I'll give them that every day of the week. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, like soccer, we had soccer in season, mm-hmm. uh, season five. We had, uh, they had soccer, they had baseball, they had sports. They never did basketball. They never did anything for basketball. Yeah. Um, uh, even, uh, even, uh, Justin played soccer sometimes. So yeah. like, I don't know, man, kind of makes a little bit of sense, right? Uh-huh. I mean, I know someone that was stationed in Japan. They they played baseball and soccer a lot on base. Yeah. Same and they know. would play well, other bases. It sounds like they played other bases, too. See, we're not freaking crazy. I swear. Wait, who said that? What? What? She left that scene. <laughs> day. It was like, all right, everyone. All right, listener, watcher, all around stalker. <laughs> like, I'm zipping it on your face. Oh, yeah. And, says and that and... was great. Yeah, and um, well, this is the one that we don't like talking about because we don't like talking about uh, Tommy. But <laughs> so in the uh, series, you do notice that Tommy is at the racetrack a lot, and, and the I people, know why the people like, that work and, there do not know who he is. Yeah, and I know they did it for production things. Because I know Tommy, oh, Cassie, yeah. uh, Tommy, uh, Catherine. Oh, the uh, the original cast was leaving. So yes, like the, yes, the cast were on the way out. Adam was leaving. Everyone's leaving, and so um, they had to write them off, and they had to write them off in a way that made it sound like they weren't being written off, right? And yeah, Tommy, yeah, Tommy, like, and this makes total sense. Uh, Tommy wasn't; he was never there at all. Like, he was never there. He was only there for the fight scenes, which he did dub yeah. dubs over because you know don't need him for that. Uh, you don't really ever see him in the suit the the first half of the season at all. You no. never really see him with his helmet off. Like I think you see him with his helmet off once. Uh, they had him on set for a suit, and that was about it. Once or twice. I'm not too familiar with that. They probably did. Probably did. Like once or twice, they did. Yeah. Like all the I rest of them, they, they had him in suits and stuff. 
like you said, they were trying to write them out, and that was, you know, movie magic. TV magic. Exactly. Movie magic. Movie. Uh-huh. And uh, so, but, uh, yeah, and so the only thing that makes total sense for me is he's hanging out with his brother in America mm-hmm. on the Indian Reservation because he has to go back and forth between America and Japan to, you know, take care of monsters. And, like, kind of makes sense, right? Like, Mm-hmm. Like, makes know, a total sense. There's gonna be you know, some he was, time delay. He's an orphan, you know. I don't small think time delay. Got in touch with Tommy. If he's doing stock car stuff, he's not gonna hit his communicator. He can't. You ever seen those stock car suits, man? Like you can't get to nothing. You, you're you're strapped in there, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're strapped in there harder than Billy. <laughs> you said uh, yeah, you his back seats. I need me a, a five point just to get in my office chair. Exactly. <laughs> I do a cater. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, right. so it kinda explains a lot, you know, like they not knowing Tommy though, if you think about it, if you know they were in a small town, the locals would know who you are since they see you all the time. It's clear they live in a small town. Like it's clear mm-hmm. they do. Like the graduate class is super small. Uh like everyone knows each other. Like everyone knows each other. And if you really want to get to it, even the movie, the Jason character was known by everybody in the small little town. Ouch. Hi, this is Ben from Baker Rangers, and soon we'll have a new show called Taku Tuesday. On this show, we talk about Takusatsu, Godzilla, Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and even some more obscure Takusatsu that's out there. Just keep a lookout. Coming soon, Taku Tuesday, only on Baker Rangers. So what'd you say about, what'd you say about the uh, graduation? Oh, like the super, it's a super, 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 super small graduation. Small. Like I think they're, thirty-five people, something like that. Their gra- their senior trip was to a botanical garden, and which are popular garden. over there, and, uh-huh. and a recycling center, and a recycling center. Mm-hmm. Pretty big. Which thing. that's kind of a it's kind of a thing for Japan. Yeah, I don't uh, know about recycling center, but I know botanicals are pretty popular. Honestly, I think recycling center is pretty cool. <laughs> they do they use fire. Lots Nerd. of fire. Hey, it's fire. Very beautiful. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, seriously though. Um, yeah, that, that's that, that's a trope for Japanese students to go to something like that, especially in anime. I know anime is not real life, but it's a it's a huge trope, man. Yeah, like time. I, I know we're we're stretching leads here on this one, but it it mm. makes sense if you think about it for half. Yeah, yeah, just the correlation. We're not specifically saying it but the correlation kind of leads to it yeah we're just kind of guiding it to it that's like the next point here is um uh like if you look at everybody everybody's dressed normal but then you got these guys that are what they we we call greasers yeah and so i had to look this up actually i had to look this up because I knew that Japanese uh, subculture had something like this where like, they were kind of like greasers and stuff. They, they have those people with those humongous pompadours. Yes. Like those, you know, pompadours, the big humongous uh-huh. front swapped of the hair. And that was back in like the late 90s, which was like uh, 50s things for us. And then yes. the next generation was greasers. <laughs> Yeah. And so late nineties would have been like early two thousands would have been the greaser look for them if you wanted what the timeline and stuff. And so that kind of makes sense there too. 
And so we got these greasers, and there's a whole subculture called the Yankees. And the only bad part about this whole setup is I did a lot of research on the Yankees and how who they are, what they are. And so you you have Yankees who are trash people, like they're trash American America files. And then you have a subculture of Yankees who are just the worst kind of people ever made. <laughs> oh wow. They're 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 like they're essentially uh boy bandy accusers. <laughs> Oh, oh wow! Wait, Bandy Kuzas. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all terrible. Like right now, the the trend I think in Japan is um, like the the I don't know what you call them. Uh, they look like essays and stuff. Oh yeah, they have the it's the Hispanic stuff? culture. The Hispanic culture is what they got right now with like the dicky shorts and the tattoos everywhere and. I mean, which oh, that's going to age which, super you know, well. They already do the full body tattoos uh, as a traditional thing for like Yakuza. No, that's well, you used for tra- traditional thing, and then I went to Yakuza thing, and then, yeah. yeah. But they always had it underneath the suit; like it yeah. was never anywhere that it was shown. Exactly, they and, would always yeah. leave slits uh, so that you can have like a shirt open and not see them. Yeah, uh, and or you would have, uh, or they would do like the full body, and then. It would come up to like the 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 middle of the forearm kind of thing, yeah. And so it would never go come by the sleeves, so you no one could ever see it, kind of thing. And it was kind of hidden in plain sight. Wasn't yeah. wasn't there a doctor? I think a Japanese doctor that was cutting their skin off to uh, show the artworks after they die. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, it, it's in a museum as well. It's uh-huh. really cool. Oh my goodness! Like some of the yakuza stuff they got going on over there. Little the disturbing, that but they they it's make art. is beautiful and terrifying <laughs> yes oh yeah oh and so these these greasers uh, are driving american antiques if you look at all the other cars in the show they're all modern cars modern so, s cars yeah modern s cars for that time uh but these guys got greasers which we also looked up that importing and owning them are fairly cheap compared to like, here. Like super cheap compared to what you're thinking is. Like here, yeah. like you know, you have to pay your. If you live in a state with mandatory insurance, so uh-huh. you have to pay your insurance. You have to pay uh, your your titles if you have a title or something like that. Or you got to uh, you got to pay inspection if you have an inspection in your state, and like all the fees associated with it and all that stuff. And over there, like it's you still have those fees and stuff, but they're dirt cheap. Yeah, super cheap. Like in total, it comes out like three grand a year. Yeah, like three thousand a year for everything, yeah. everything, and like how much you uh, you spend a year in your car, Billy? That's a lot. <laughs> More than that. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, not bad. It's just like, well, dang, man. And with further investigation to that, the highways in Japan are all toll roads. I I have a a, a consistent distaste for toll roads. I think Me toll roads are too. stupid. I do too, <laughs> but like it makes sense because the, the whole like Tokyo is a mega city and it's designed not for cars. Like it's designed for trains, yeah. buses. Like it's designed for that. Uh-huh. And so you're not gonna ever really get on the highway unless you're leaving town. And when you're leaving town, they want to gouge you while they can, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and even when you go like to little towns outside of it, like it's still like you get off the toll road and like you drive those back roads basically from that there on out. And like that makes total sense. Like, it, it makes sense for what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna say like I'm a Japanese file, but like I understand. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, that's why when you ever see uh, videos of like downtown Tokyo or anything anywhere in Tokyo, you see a lot. I mean, a lot of foot traffic. Oh, yeah. The whole thing is set up for foot traffic. Oh, yeah. my goodness. You know how on time their trains are? I, I'm sure I'm assuming they're spot on. They're within like five seconds. It's ridiculous. Ah, damn. Like, with okay, and so okay, so I, okay, I did a lot of research on this too for this video, but we never we didn't use any of it. But I did a lot of research on this. So they have, uh, they have five major train stations. Okay, five major train stations around uh-huh. Tokyo, and then there's fifteen sub train stations for those five trains. Each one of them. So there's five main, and then fifteen for. All five of those, so it's 15 times 5, which is 70, 70, 65 more train stations, 70 train stations for just the main uh, the main railroads. Yeah. That's just the main stuff, okay? That's 75 across the whole, like, and there's multiple trains going all the time to each location. And, it's and a- they do daily maintenance checks every single day on every inch of the entire, like, rail system every day and don't they have the high speeds as well the high speed yeah they rails? have the high speed bullet trains not in the city it's, it's when, when you yeah. leave the city so say you're going to like t- from tokyo to shibuya or something like that or you're going down south to um oh i want to give me any other names uh yeah. but you're going down south like you take the bullet train oh look you like you're any far far distance things you're taking the bullet train it's not too bad and like you, you get a, like across Japan like a couple hours. Ah! If you like Mark as the Red Corner Stranger, you might like the Zio to Hero podcast. The Red Corner Stranger is a proud partner of the Zio to Hero Network. If you want to see more of our partners like Baker Rangers, Neon Lights, and other friends of the show, follow us on all the socials at Zio to Hero. Yay. So, in our theories, uh, you know, they show the command center in, like, a mountain range or, like, in some mountains. And so we kind of figured out that this must be somewhere near Mount Fuji. And Okay, so, yeah, yeah, okay, so... Um, okay, so that's what where we were thinking, and then the town was right. not too far, which was uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll get to the town, but yeah, so um, so okay, so we've seen the command center, and we we all mm-hmm. know what it is it's a library for the uh, humanities, it's a Jew, uh, library of the humanities at the California Jewish College over in uh, outside of LA, all right, so it's north of LA, it's it's really, really, really cool, it's super easy to get to, it's right outside of a uh, uh, DeSoto or something like that. DeSoto. Uh-huh. It's like it's it's like if you go to LA, this t- it's a an hour drive from LA while you're there. Um, but it, it's it's in a mountain range. So every time you see it, it's shot at a mountain range. Like it, it looks like it's a mountain range. Every time you see, it. it's not on a mountain range. <laughs> it's covered in grass. It's great, but it's every time you see it shot, it looks like it's on a mountain range because that's how they have the the, the still set up. And so, like, you think about it, you're like, okay, where else is there mountain ranges, and where's a huge mountain range? Well, guess what? Japan has a pretty big mountain range. So you have Mount Fuji, and then you have a bunch of little mountains across, like, to the side of it. Uh Uh-huh. And so, like, it could be in that mountain. It's on a volcanic, it's on a volcanic uh, fault line. 
And so, like, you know how we have the uh, we we have the two mountain ranges in America, right? We have the two major ones yes. in America, and they both go all the way down to Mexico, or not all the way down. They go pretty far. Like one goes yeah. all the way to Mexico, all the way down to South America. The the uh, the one on the the west coast, the one on the east coast stops at you know Florida. Uh-huh. Okay, so well they're on fault fault lines, and so you have a mountain range of that fault line. And guess what Japan has? It has a fault line. Uh-huh. So you have this mountain range of the fault line. Because guess where they're located on? They're located on something called the Ring of Fire. Which yes. is a, a tectonic plate that uh, circles the Sea of Japan that's all just volcanoes. Uh-huh. And it's awesome. Well, it's not awesome. Like, it causes earthquakes all the time. And, like, tsunamis. That's why uh, Japan has a lot of tsunamis. So the tsunamis start at the Ring of Fire and hit their shores. That, that's why they get... Uh, not exactly why, but that's a good reason why they get tsunamis. Uh-huh. So it would make sense. There's a mountain range. You like, sit there, like look at the Mount Fuji. Mount Fuji is a volcano. And it's really cool. It, it's, yeah. It, it's a really cool mountain. And then you have another range right next to it. And then you start looking at, around towns that kind of meet the description of like what the rangers are dealing with. Like little towns... Avenue, street names, stuff Americanized. Mm-hmm. A lot of American-esque things are There's there. Some... You start looking for military bases, and you find a military base called... What is it called again? Y- y- uh, Yokota. Yokota Military Base. That is with... Not walking distance, but it's really close yeah. to the mountain range. There's also to the not too far from it uh, uh, a harbor, which mm-hmm. could house the Dragonzord. Dragonzord. It came out of the water, out of the harbor, so that could be a specific spot for it. Yeah, like still there, probably till today. Stuff. Yeah, they're always fighting stuff over there, and uh, they're always fighting in the harbor. They're always fighting. And okay, so you look at okay, so you look at these uh, look at Fusha, and so and there's a uh, there's mining operations there as well. Uh-huh. Uh near not exactly in it, but like there's a, I think a salt mine and some other mines close by. Where there could be a granite mine, where they're doing these fight battles at, yeah, yeah, could be it. <laughs> exactly. On top of that, so I was thinking about why they do these smaller fights, right? And like the the parks and stuff. I know we didn't put this in the video, and I really wanted to put this in the video. And you know how they do the smaller fights with just the rangers and the monster and the putties, right? Right. <clears throat> it's to induce fear. Into the people, right? Yeah. And because everyone runs away, but the rangers, right? Everyone else runs away exactly. because, you know. But the monsters don't ever do any real damage when they're just the smaller monster and the putties. They just induce fear. Right. And so fear is a powerful tool. Okay. And... That's going to get to the, even more of a uh, dictatorship ruling idea. <laughs> Rita, Zed, King Mondo, and Divatox are not stupid. They are conquerors. Oh, yeah. For a reason. They know to induce fear into the population, and then the, when people are afraid, they're easier to control. Yes. Induce fear, easier to control, voila, there, if de facto, there you go. And so... Then, then you watch the rangers beat beat up these monsters, which still terrifies the normal population. They're still afraid, and then they they make these monsters grow into these humongous monsters, which I think actually takes a little bit of time. It's not instant; it takes like yeah, a few I minutes. Th- think it's a little of time, yeah. Because I mean, 
Yeah. Speaking of that, there's a since uh, Tokyo is not very horizontal, but more vertical. And I would imagine that a lot of the other cities uh, emulate that kind of building style. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, Would you think that there would be underground bunkers or like hideouts for evacuations? Because you never see uh, like civilians running around during these Zord fights or during like the whole. The only thing you see is them running away from the initial introduction of the monsters. I really, really wish I could have used this uh, footage. Uh, this is amazing footage between the difference between America Comic Con and Japanese Comic Con, but how well the uh, the filing system works, like they get people in and out of the building. Oh yeah. And I really wish I could have found that that video, and it was really cool. And I saw it once, and it kind of makes uh, it makes you know makes us look bad. A and B, it, it it lines up with this idea that there's like underground bunkers everywhere, everywhere. In Japan, like in Tokyo, for these people to run and hide at, so they won't die from these giant monster attacks, right? Exactly. And so, okay. And then you think about this, okay? So they these monsters grow, all right, and then they go and attack buildings that are empty, right? Uh huh. Like they're, they're attacking industrial zones or something like that. They're not really ever attacking residentials, right? They're no. not really attacking residential. Never. Or like it's lower always, res- it's or always a, it's always a big city. They're never attacking single-family housing. They're always attacking buildings. Yes. And A, those buildings are normally city buildings and or apartment buildings. And then it's always trying to hit the lower class. <laughs> damn, you got to keep the poor man down, huh? That's right. God <laughs> damn it. They're everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, so they're destroying these buildings. They're trying to cause maximum damage without damaging the actual infrastructure of the area. Right. Because if you destroy the infrastructure, you destroy the working class. And the working class is what you need to control with fear. In this case, you need to control the fear and you build take over whatever. So never really destroying infrastructure, and this is brought up with uh, with Zed actually uh, in the comics. Zed takes over a small part of the uh, Angel Grove, okay, and he rebuilds the entire infrastructure for the whole town, like the whole section of town, and like it's a paradise, right? For for the residents living there. And they're like, why, why do we have the trust of power? I know the comics and the show deviate really differently from each other. And the, the, and Zed's like, Oh yeah, look, I've made this paradise for all these people living here. This is what I would happen if you're under my rule, not under Zordon and the government. This is my rule. You live in a paradise and you try to convince people to come live in this paradise. (laughs) And so, like, they're not trying to show infrastructure because critical infrastructure is, needs to be there. So, like, libraries, schools, hospitals need to be there. So, destroying these, like, big buildings that don't really matter. Yeah. Exactly. Si te gusto, Mark, como el Red Corner Ranger, puede que te guste el Paca Zero Hero. El Red Corner Ranger es un orgulloso socio de Zero Hero Network. Si quieres ver más de el, o de nosotros socios. Como Beck Rangers, Neon Lights, y nosotros, otros amigos de programa. Siguenos en las redes sociales. Zero to Hero. All right. So, bunkers. Do you want to talk about bunkers, like people thinking... bunkers, or like the Zord bunkers? Or the Zord, Zord bunkers. So, Zord if bunkers. you also okay. watch in Turbo, because Turbo is kind of like the season we saw Wait, this at. I got this. No. I got this one. I got this one. God I got damn, this. I'm going to cut you. You man. start with season one. The all the Zords come out of mountain ranges, right? Yeah. 
So, like, the T-Rex sword comes out of a volcano, the, uh, the Paradactyl sword flies out of a mountain range, the Mammoth Zord is in a ice, like, you know, ice path, right? Okay, so they all come out of a mountain range, like, and, like, the saber Tiger Zord comes out of the jungle. Cool. Okay. All that's around there. And then you go from there, and you get, uh, you know, season two, they all change, all come in the same place, but they get hit by thunder, right? Season three, you got the Ninja Zords, we're all coming out of the damn city. Like they're coming out of the city, so they're coming out of like Tokyo and stuff, right? Right? Right. In season four, you get the hangers, uh, you get you get the hangers and the giant cannon built into the mountain for the Zeo Zords. Yeah. Right? Right. All right. And okay. then season five, you get a you you get a damn underground bunker underneath the damn tall roads in uh-huh. Tokyo. Because that's where the Megazords are. That's that, that's where that's where the Megazords are. The the Turbo Megazord, and then the Rescue Megazords in the damn sewer. And uh-huh. then and then at the end of the season, they get a, a above ground and full display bunker. It looks a like it, it's it's in sort of sort of uh, like facility to, uh, like an athletic dome. It looks like an athletic dome, but it's a bunker to hold the Megazords. Uh-huh. I'm I'm put I'm picking up what you're putting down here, buddy. Okay, I'm picking. I'm gonna up. throw my whole desk down. I'm t- I'm I'm so mad about this. <laughs> I wish you had the adjustable desk. So you're like, I'm putting the desk down. You're like, <laughs> put the desk down. There you go. Now that's what I call fat guy friendly. Damn right. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, like all the Megas Awards are coming out. And I know it's stock footage. I know this. Yes, I fully understand this. But they're all jumping into the Megazord, Megazords or the Zords, in relatively close places to where they're having these battles at. And it looks like it's clearly in Japan. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that kind of comes to our conclusion. And also, um, I do you want to talk about Zordon? Like knowing Nasida. I will go on a full-on rant about Zordon. Oh, yeah, let's not. I'll do an hour rant on Zordon alone. Yeah, that's kind of crazy wanna, how, like... You want to get on this? Wait, he... He knew about Andros. He did not tell them. Okay. This I want to go to his rants, okay? No. You have the Wild West Rangers, Wild West Rangers right? Yes. You have them. You have the command center that is built into a... Uh, it's built into a... Uh, to a barn, right? Alright. Okay. 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 That means he was in America at one point. Okay. Okay. And it was in a flat plains when they had the command center and the Wild West Rangers, right? Oh, okay. Go on. They moved. Right. They moved from America, Wild West America, to Japan because Wild West America sucked. Oh, yes. <laughs> They had a Tommy there that was causing havoc. They didn't deal with that nonsense. No. And if you really want to get to it, that Tommy there could help them move to Japan because he knew that the new Rangers were all going to be in Japan. So he had to move everyone over there, including taking the families of the Rangers over there because he knew they needed to be over there. Okay. He's been to the future. He knows it's happening. He's an orphan anyways. He doesn't know his parents. Uh-oh. He doesn't know where his parents came from because Tommy's an orphan. He doesn't know anything about his parents. You're hurting people's feelings. Oh, yeah. I'm a... Woo, let's get this. So evil Tommy <laughs> took Zordon or helped them because Tommy's like the most loyal like, rangers out there for Zordon, Pretty right? Pretty much, yeah. 
okay. So even evil, like, former evil Tommy is going to be one of the most loyal people you're ever going to get. So he's going to help them move all out there to Japan because it's going to be far easier to deal with. And you can even get into the fact that, uh, you know, he's still a ranger when everyone else leaves with the green power coin, right? Right. We've seen the power coins help people, you know, do some crazy things. And, mm-hmm. and the Morphin Green can help you live a long time. Uh-huh. So that could be a thing that helps them get all out there and get them all set up. Maybe away from America. Maybe Hence that's why Tommy... the suits don't have the uh, the 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 thingies on the wrist anymore. Yeah, maybe that the... Tommy was the start of uh, Draken. No, it's different timeline, man. Come on, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. Hey, man, apples to apples. Hey, man. Hey, man. Apples <laughs> to pears. Okay, but yeah. So and then okay. So when he he moves from he moves from uh. Okay, so he moves from uh, America to Japan, okay? Okay. Then World War II happens, okay? So production scales up really quickly in Japan for World War II, all right? World War I happened. No one really – Japan didn't care. They weren't really part of it. War II happened, scaled up. He realized that – Zorda realized that there's a lot of stuff going on with the Nazi powers that needs to be stopped, right? Like, he, he couldn't do anything because he had no, no – he didn't know anyone, he didn't have connections because he was still in hypersleep. <laughs> he was still asleep at that point in time, okay? Right. So he started making connections with the people uh, after World War One or after World War II. He started making connections with people in the government to have his fingers on all the pies to help kind of curb the Japanese, like, people. Not people, but like, curb the Japanese government to more sustainability so it would last longer. And then he has figures with the pies. Okay. All so that pies. means he had people, he had, he's connected with all the, uh, all the construction people. He's connected with the government people. He's connected with all the land surveyors. He's connected to everyone because he realized if I get connected with everybody, no one could ever figure out what's going on with me. And then I could help start set up NASDA. NASDA. All right. Start setting that up. Hence why you don't ever see anywhere where the command center is at, right? No one knew where the command center until like the Rangers first showed up there. You right. don't ever hear about anyone finding it, right? No. Right? Because he has land surveyors it's, not having like showing up. It's pretty much a blip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go, man. He has his fingers in everyone's paws. How do you think he got those uh <laughs> how do you think he got that giant cannon installed in the side of a mountain range? <laughs> exactly. How did he get that yeah. whole, the whole uh, bunker in the side of that mountain uh, for the Zeo uh, Super Zords? Anyone talking about it? Nobody talking about it. Nobody's talking about the, the Billy, excavation like, of a side of a mountain. It's why that Billy did all the work, but no, 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 that man did not do all that work. Not a damn chance. <laughs> no, there was no contractors. It, okay, so you know the Batman theory? Uh uh-uh. uh. That Batman has all this cool stuff. He has a lazy Susan for his nuclear power car, right? Right. But no one talks about it, right? Right. No one can figure it out because he's paid off a lot of people. He has his hands in everyone's pockets. So no one knows anything about what's going on down underneath Wayne Manor because no one's talking about it because he has money in people's pockets. Ah, exactly. Nobody's going to talk. Exact same concept as Zordon. Zordon's Batman. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he was born in darkness. He adopts kids. Um. <laughs> okay. Because he's Batman. <laughs> he's Batman. He's Batman. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, so like he had this people he, he he curbed Japan to what they are now or in that in that case in a highly industrial uh zone that could produce parts for the megazords at a rapid pace. They probably had a repair team too. I know but Alpha was repairing nothing. some Alpha and Billy would, but I don't I think, you know, maybe they need more than two hands. Exactly. I don't think I think they need a lot more hands than that. I know you can get the idea that Alpha has a lot of drones floating around yeah. out there. That's fine. But where are they get the drones from? Right. Maybe maybe they have like a whole repair squad, like a NASCAR pit stop team, and they're called like the Power Squad. Exactly. Well, they're called the Unknown Unknown Squad. Yeah. And then like whenever they have a birthday, it's just like, oh, happy birthday from the Unknown Unknown Squad, you know? Congratulations. They on... could be like severanced. <gasps> yeah, oh like, my goodness. It's like, congratulations on your fourth year anniversary here. You okay, okay. Have you, have you used severance yet? I don't think you have, but okay. Have it's I? where they, they yeah, go to it's work. Like they pay you at the very end. Well, well no, no, they go to work. Uh, There's a show called severance and you go to work and they implant you with this thing in your head that will split your brain in half. So you have two consciences. Oh yes. Yes. Uh, so when you go to work, your other part of your brain turns on. Yeah. Yes. And so you don't remember what happens at work. And yep. your your work life doesn't know what happens outside. Yes. That could be happening to these contractors. I mean Zorda has the technology they got you can the do technology. it. It is very plausible. Uh oh. I'm gonna have a full little rant there for a second. Oh my goodness. That's <laughs> a little deep there, buddy. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Genetically my uh, modifying humans to uh not see the command center. Mm. Nah. Or maybe like a Wakanda kind of thing where like there's a bubble around it that projects something else. But if there was that, then how did uh how did the uh how did all uh, the bad guys how get did into it? How did get, get Yeah, into how it? did Divatox get there? Exactly. How did uh yeah, how does Zordon uh, how does Zed get to the command center? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Only is a bubble. Yeah. Huh. Like I know there's a force field later in the comics, but like the comics deviate from the main story. Yeah. Like the comics in the show only like really share the name and the characters. Uh huh. That's about it. The rest of it's completely different. And, like it, it's fun and everything else like that. It's a great you know great story and stuff. But yeah. So in retrospect, we kind of went down a couple rabbit holes this past week. We made a YouTube rabbit video. holes. I say the YouTube video is pretty funny with the edits. It's pretty interesting. They do laugh. Yes, cry. I laugh. You laugh again. It's an interesting fact to think of. It, you know, kind of keeps your mind open to different possibilities. You know, I've seen a whole bunch of conspiracy theories about Power Rangers, and I think this one could be possibly up there with one of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Casey has the best ones, but I'm pretty sure we're going to take over Casey's spot as like the top conspiracy people. <laughs> Don't put that on us, man. I feel like we could. Like, I we, we know enough lore of Power Rangers <laughs> to do whatever you want with it. It's great. Uh, what? How about we just team up with him and do like a Mighty Morphin Zero to Hero conspiracy theories? I'm kind of fun, but he he does his stuff's kind of his his output's kind of slow. Uh, we do week week we do weekly episodes, man. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. So thanks again, everybody, for listening to this uh, one-off episode about a conspiracy theory about uh, Power Rangers in Japan and not Super Sentai. Um. 
And you can find us at all everywhere with Zero to Hero. Yes. Uh-huh. And make sure you hit our Discord at Z uh, Discord <laughs> Oh yes, we have been growing in that too. So hop on in. You can also help support fun. us with a code uh, code slash zero to hero. And uh, if you want to, we have a merch store open. Our merch store is open. <laughs> oh yes, their merch store is here. I have a shirt from through them, and it's a nice shirt with our logo. It's on our website. It's zero to hero dot com slash shop. Yes, and that's our merch store. You can buy everything from the site. It's all in one place. You're good. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna. I got some stickers. Up. I got a sticker up there. That's, that's pretty funny. Jesus. I got a sticker up there. And uh, yeah. Uh, and anywhere else? Anything else, Billy? Uh definitely check out some of our uh, partners. And uh, we have a couple new ones. Uh, definitely check we out. We're, we'll, we'll we'll post them up throughout the week. Uh, Red Cornish Rangers coming out with a couple cool things. Uh, cosplay Willie, dude, uh, 637, cosplay which dude. we his name's Willie, but everybody knows his cosplay dude. He Indeed. has a story time with me, he also has uh, fairy tales, which is a multiple multitude of different voice actors, which they mm-hmm. pretty much complement each other. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, definitely check that out. Um, we got Baker Rangers with Ben. He has a new show out on every Friday called the Nerdyverse. Yeah, Nerdverse, Nerd Nerdverse, yeah, something the, like that. It's every every Friday. Basically, he just covers that week's uh, episodes of different TV shows. Uh, no telling what's going to be on it for the week. Mm-hmm. Taco Tuesdays are coming. Taco uh, Tuesdays. Check out Neon Lights, by the way. It's yeah. going to start picking back up here again soon. Yes. Uh, also, uh, Recruit Ranger, Iron Avenger. I know his stuff slowed down a little bit, but he's gonna start picking it back up here soon again too. Uh, and be prepared for the next episode with Sam. On. Oh, oh she roasts people again. Yeah, we're gonna let That's loose gonna real soon too. Ha <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's it. That's all the big ones. Let's see if we have anyone I'm missing. That's it. Baker Rangers. Uh, everyone else on our Discord server. Here's your shout out. There you go. Good luck. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. Oh uh, yeah. Join our Discord server. Have fun. We talk about all kinds of stuff. It's not just PR stuff. Oh, it's everything. Yes, everything. Yeah, we, we get a little bit of everything. But yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Catch you later. Have a good time. Do I believe in you? No. Does anyone else believe in you? Probably not.